Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 114 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by David, the master of the Baja Blaster, Becker. Hello, hello, welcome back. (laughs) The gap gets longer every time, and you know he's doing it just to taunt me. And Aaron, ooh, his movie tastes have gone down the drain since he went to summer camp on. (laughs) Uh, Once again, you have an accurate nickname for me. Uh, (laughs) I don't even want to. I don't know what happened. I don't even know. I don't don't have a lead-in. Normally I have a bit of a lead-in. I want to talk about something but I just can't because we're doing a Venom spoiler cast today. Um, and Aaron and David both liked the movie. <laughs> so here I am, the man in the island. I'm in the island. I'm not even on it. I'm in it. I'm buried six feet under. I mean, Venom spoiler if you really cast. want to know how Jacob feels, just look up his uh, Jake Lice Twitter and uh, mm-hmm. see his very long tweet. It's there. It's all there. Yes, his whole his whole thread. His whole thread. You, you didn't you didn't give me the numbers. You're supposed to give me like out of four. I didn't know. Tweets, I was so like, I would know what I'm getting into. I was basically just you know I was gonna go until I ran out of things to say, <laughs> which was pretty quick. Um, so Venom. It's a movie made money. Those are probably the only two good things I can say about it. So. Take it away, you guys. No spoilers yet, but Aaron, you're the one person who hasn't talked about it at all on the podcast so far. Yeah, because I just I just saw it today. It's and... that fresh that fresh set of eyes. I'm so, Tom Hardy. So 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 obviously, podcast listeners will know that I was trashing this movie so hard since my first trailer came out. And I fully, I even up to this point, even today, I fully went in there expecting to hate it, and I didn't. Love that for you. This, Aaron. this, this is. I I don't know what it is. I'm just I'm just feeling like the trash movies this year or something. There's just some something about the goofiness of it. I maybe maybe I I. I I, I can't explain it. I've I've been infected with some kind of alien parasite that's, you know, robbed me of my good taste in movie. And now I'm just like, Tom Hardy like goes into this restaurant and just starts eating everyone's food, and this is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you know that was, that was my favorite scene. Just gonna just, just Tom gonna Hardy getting sweaty. start off with that. <laughs> Counterpoint, Hardy, this movie's Hardy awful. Hardy sweaty in the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> That's my counterpoint. This movie sucks, and it's boring, and I hate all of it. It's not boring, bro. It's, it's so, so boring. <laughs> it's so entertaining. <laughs> like, Tom Hardy is just having a blast with this role. And especially once he, once Venom goes into the picture. And I have no idea what they were going for with the characterization of Venom. It makes no sense whatsoever. How he's like a loser. So how he, he's, how he's a loser. Yeah, he's, he, he's a loser. He's a loser. And, but, but, because it wouldn't be a comic book movie if we couldn't just cater and just 
ruthless pander to the lowest common denominator comic book fan. <laughs> I'm a loser too. Wow, I love Venom. <laughs> That's why I love him. <laughs> oh my god. I hate this movie so much. <laughs> a fiery passion. There was a Hello Doggy moment in this movie, which made me happy. <laughs> Is there a Hello Doggy moment in this movie? I thought Ven- didn't Venom almost do like a Hello Doggy or no? I don't I- I remember. Like that. Maybe maybe not exactly. So sorry. <laughs> no, I, maybe there was. It, that just speaks to how bad everything else is around it. If I don't remember a Hello do Doggy feel- moment. How do you feel about the fight scenes, Aaron? I think. All of the action outside of the climax, I really liked. Like once, once you have the the end where it's the two symbiotes going after each other, it's just it's indecipherable and does not look good at all. See, I I understood. Maybe I'm just big brained. I don't know. Maybe I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just a Rick and Morty fan. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. No, but like, what do you, what do you like think I, the crossover is between people who loved Venom it's a and circle. people who demanded Szechuan sauce? It's, a circle. it's, a, it's, it's, it's a, a circle. It's a circle, Aaron. <laughs> it's a circle. So, no, like, I think they could have been done better, but like, I still thought like they were okay. Like, like I, I, I guess I want I wanted more. I think I think at the end. Definitely something that would have helped it is if the if the the symbiote characters looked different, like if they had given Riot a different blue color scheme, like yeah. yeah, like if he had been blue or yellow or red or any other color that stood out against the what black. Co- what color is Riot traditionally? I don't know. He he is that like grayish color in the comics. Uh. Oh, feels bad. But there's so many symbiotes to choose from from the comics. They didn't have to go with Riot. Like that's not that's not even like Riot's character in the comics. So. Yeah. See, I am. Yeah. You know, what are the comics like? Like, I, I'm very unaware of the Venom comics. I mean, the Venom comics have like always not been very good. He's been born out of that terrible like '90s over the top aesthetic in the comics and. I don't know. I never really found him an interesting character, but and he, it, it, and like, I think that's why I like this movie is that they didn't really lean into the traditional Venom character. It was just like Tom Hardy doing whatever he wanted, and <laughs> the movie just rolling with it. And I I I I enjoyed that. I can't wait till the director's cut comes out with the 30 extra minutes of cut footage. What do you think we're missing there, gentlemen? I don't know. Um, character development? <laughs> Literally anything that gets them from point A to point B at the end? <laughs> anything that could possibly I make Venom say, I like this guy. He's with them for like 20 minutes. How does he even know? <laughs> Venom's a good judge of character. <laughs> oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he, he's, been in, yeah. he's been in a lot of people. And like he's, he's feeling it out. He's like, yeah. My feelers aren't aren't doing well right now. Okay. It's the Venom feels. <laughs> All right. Okay. He likes and he loves those tater tots. Does he love tater tots? Does he that he does love tater tots. What? Okay. okay. He loves tater tots and chocolate. Yeah. No humans. 
It's a, I don't know. It was an interesting experience. I I went into it not knowing. I, I came out like happy, but wanting like wanting the next one to be better. I guess I'm like okay. Venom happened. I'm glad it made money. I like I would love to see more Venom. I would love to see it be better. I I am also glad this movie succeeded now. Because I do or, want to or, see Venom too. Or do you? Or do you just want it to be like stay at this low, this low ball, Aaron? Do you want the? Do you want the, the actual symbiote to to it's, stay slimy and okay? Grimy? It's 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 actually mixed because like on the one hand I want it to succeed because I want to see Venom too, but on the other <laughs> hand I don't want to see Jared Leto's Morbius movie, and now we're going to get that, and that is what I'm dreading. Morbius was the one character when I was younger that uh, really scared. Like, like it was that was on the podcast we did an episode. Morbius, yeah, we talked about his in the, car- the in, the, in the cartoon. He had a scary arc in the cartoon. <laughs> he does, and then he's got like the hand, like the feely hands. It just suck. Yeah, no, no yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't want to see uh, Jared Leto's feely hands. <laughs> <Just go. laughs> I think I think most people don't. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's not true because there's any amount of fanboys and girls for Jared Leto on Twitter that will rush to his aid <laughs> to defend him any chance they get. Remember when I gave him a uh, worst actor in yeah, the errands? I and do remember that. <laughs> there was one commenter coming out after me. They thought you were a real journalism, Aaron. <laughs> they, they, they thought I was a real journalism. Understood. Anyway, you want to get into the spoilers? <laughs> That's about all, all I have to say about normal normal Venom. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, yeah. let's get into spoilers. Spoilers. Why sexy Venom? Why? Why not? It's one of the most 90s, awful, weird choices in the entire film. And when it happened, I was like, the, oh, the, oh, God, no. <laughs> I was like, this is bad. The film, the film embodies the 90s, though, so it took everything that it could. Mm, mm. But wasn't it worth it so we could have a scene of uh, Tom Hardy making out with the symbiote? Like, what else would you want out of the Venom movie, you know? Like, that, that, was, that was the true climax of the movie, you know? It was all leading up to that. You know, how, I like how... Why, why does Venom choose to talk so late? Like he is he just is he is that why he's ju- morally judging Tom Hardy? He's just sitting. And he's like, I don't know if I should talk yet. Like and then all because you know he's in there and then Tom Hardy's like hearing the voice, like starts hearing the voice. Or does I don't know. I was thinking Venom should have been talking since day one. Like once he got up in the body, but then that makes you think: Does like Venom talk to like so you know how he took over the dog? Yeah. Does he talk does, to does the, the dog? Vo- does he talk to the dog? Like, hey, little good. Uh, Hello, doggy. Hello, doggy. <laughs> oh, that's does, what you're does thinking. He try to help out the dog's uh, love life. Does he does he help the dog with you know reclaiming an ex? That's a dog's purpose too. I. <laughs> there is another movie coming they're, they're out from the dog's, dog's purpose. purpose too, and I'm gonna watch. Wait, it. a sequel to it? Because I saw a preview for a dog's way home. Which no, they're is, making a legit sequel to A Dog's Purpose. Well, it's the same people who wrote the original Dog's Purpose, and it looks just as bad. Dog becomes friends with a bobcat. Why? Mm. Anyway. 
so how do we all feel about here you know what i i said that i like two parts of this movie i'll tell you the two parts i like the one joke i like in the movie is when he jumps out of his window and he swings into the next apartment and they're all playing video games. They're like, whoa, what? And he's like, I have a parasite. <laughs> like, I thought that was kind of good. I was like, all right, that's all right. Uh, but then they reuse the joke. And it's like, well, it doesn't work twice, guys. <laughs> so whatever. Then the other you, scene. You, what? No, go for you, it. You know what? You know what does work twice is that have a nice life line. In fact, it's so good it works three times. Jesus, I hate it so much. <laughs> what, was, what was your second thing that you liked? My second thing I liked are was, you, the, was you, the first scene. Are you just scene. stuck on this have a nice life? <laughs> I, hate, I hate have a nice life with everything in me. The other scene I kind of liked was when he first, when they come to his apartment in that action scene. I thought that was pretty alright. It was filmed quite nicely. Um, but then everything after that uh, looks like it could probably be in a PS2 game. Um, the, Which was the best iconic <laughs> era of Venom, so the effect, The effect of Venom coming out of his back to talk to him is the goofiest thing I've ever seen, and it does not play like I think they wanted it to play. <laughs> it's like this, a this devil on his film, shoulder. <laughs> this whole film is so goofy. And I think that's what works about it, is that they didn't lean super hard into the dark, edgy interpretation they could have taken. This film is just like a comedy. And it, it's fun. It's Venom doing I, 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 things, the, the being a loser on Earth. plays into that. The, the cheap effects. And then, <laughs> like the... Every everything is just like leading into it's a it's a fun experience. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. <clears throat> so what else do we have to say? I, I obviously am outvoted here. I I think I am I am for the people in this round. I Are am saying the, it has I am a pretty high uh Rotten Tomatoes audience score. It does not has a pretty high uh, IMDB no. score has Doing pretty well at the box office. So, I think the people have spoken. Alright, well, that's Venom. (laughs) I just don't know what else to say. No one's carrying this conversation, and I don't want to talk about Venom. I hate the movie. It's so boring. It was so bad. so, 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 like, I would have no problem with this joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. One, because it's way better than Ant-Man and the Wasp, so it's not like it's going to drag down the quality. (laughs) And two, because what was the best part of Spider-Man Homecoming? When he was just, when when Spider-Man was just goofing around on the street of New York. What was the best part of Venom? When Venom was just goofing around in in, in the restaurant and in the city and everything. So I really want to see just like a like a, a team up film where they where they don't even fight any super villains. Like there's there's no like super villains are able to fight. Like... It's just the two of them just teaming up for some street level nonsense. I really want some, that like, movie. Some boy things like they're gonna be like eating like three a.m. eating at the diner, just like destroying a whole bunch of food. Like Peter's got his mask rolled up and Venom's just like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Bro. 
Like these tacos are so good, and then this, let's go, and then they're gonna be like, let's go climb the Trump Tower, or not Trump Tower, <laughs> Stark Tower, and then everyone's same thing. Like, oh my gosh, man. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. Both. both <laughs> never mind. <laughs> um. Um. I I want that movie. God yeah. bless you. And I I want to see Woody Harrelson. Come I hate this. I hate this so much. Terrible red wig. You know. That was the part I maybe hated the most of that movie. And it was was it because of the movie? No. Do I just have a chip on my shoulder? Did I, could I hear the multiple gasps from fanboys in the audience as they're like, "That's carnage." <laughs> like, oh my god, shut up. I don't yeah, care. Every I don't. Movie. But this every, is the worst no, no, part. Oh, that's Thanos. Or, oh, that's... Uh, this is the problem, oh, though. Oh, just showing up in these uncredited things. I think I finally understand people who don't like comic book movies. Because I went into Venom not liking the source material. And then watching it was just a slog and hearing people liking the source material. I'm like, oh, gross. <laughs> so I think I like finally understand that piece of the puzzle. If you don't like Avengers, I'm sorry for anything I've ever said to you before. Because I get it now. Because Venom is like the anti-Avengers. <laughs> it's bad, but for some reason people still like it. <laughs> uh, I also came in not liking the source material. And I think that's what works. Alright, well... I just, I can't. I just, I don't know what else to say about Venom. I feel like we have to just gut it there. <laughs> Dude, does anyone have any final thoughts? Any Venom final thoughts? Yeah. Well, no. let's move on. <laughs> what have we been like? I just was in complete no. shock. I needed, like, I needed, I needed... Like, three days after hearing what Aaron thought about this movie to really prepare myself to know, to know how I'd feel. <laughs> but now, I had no time. I had to prepare <laughs> uh, Mid-90s. Upcoming movies of the week. Okay, I, I, you, you, you said what, have, what were we... I messed up. Were we watching and then you I messed up, yeah. yeah. I'm just making sure you're on the right track. No, I am. Mid-90s. Mid okay. Jonah Hill's do directorial debut. Do you have, a, do you have debut. a Venom talking over your shoulder? Yes. I actually have a, a riot over my shoulder. Have you made right, out then. with him? I have made out once or twice. <laughs> Oh, God. Did he tell you? <laughs> no one's supposed to know. <laughs> I mean, what else would you do if you had a symbiote, you know? Mid-90s. <laughs> the Jonah Hill movie. Looks really good. I agree. A24. They, def they definitely uh, nailed the 90s aesthetic. Yeah, uh -huh. for sure. With, with the whole, you know, aspect ratio and mm -hmm. I, I wanted to look into this I wanted to look into like what type of camera they're using to film this because just it looks very it's probably, 90s. it's probably a camcorder that they used like actually shooting skateboard music videos back in the day it's probably all they use that's what I'm wondering because it, it, it looks really authentic like that and I think that'd be a really cool choice it's actually just an Instagram filter uh... <laughs> no yeah, no, no it I reminds really... me of like yeah, go for you it. know the old like skate two, 
like I like just the whole obviously the nineties vibes, everything like cool and like like way back in the day, like when Fantasy Factory and like Robin Big were a thing. I don't know if you guys ever watched that. Just jackass in uh, general, really. Yeah, just the whole and just Nitro Circus, the whole like it's making me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Oh wow. Alright. I don't know like I know I'm excited to see this, but I don't know. I, like, I don't know what I'm expecting from it, if that makes sense. I, I've seen well, the you, one trailer. You know what? Maybe that's good, because you can go into a movie No, I'm saying it's good. Opinion, so, you can, so you can, like, sit down and, like, actually experience a movie without judging it. Wow. Well, I think everyone wonder, judges well, I mean, a movie when they watch it. That's kind of how movies and art works. You always judge it when you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying before. Yeah, I, I mean, like, the, I think the trailers have done a really good job of selling the look and feel uh, of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but, they, like, they, they haven't really touched much upon, like, what it will be about, you know? Yeah. Like, I, like, we, like we get, like, the general uh, dynamic of this kid and his group of friends and his family life and all that sort of stuff, but not really a clue as to how it will play out. You know? Yeah, no, I I get that. I I'm so I'm not, I'm not saying that's a that's a critique. I'm just no, I know kind of can lead into the why we don't know what to expect from it. I just wish I I had more to say about this, but at the same time, I'm glad I don't. If that makes sense, the little kid, I'm right, I'm little right kid here. is in the house of the clock and its walls. He was the bully in the house with the clock on its walls. Was he a good actor in that? I mean, he's a little kid, so it's about as good as you can expect. (laughs) Uh, The Hate You Give, which is apparently really good. I didn't really know how to feel about it. The trailer was like, okay. But apparently it's really good. I've seen a few TV spots, but they've just been more like Twitter reactions than actual... Oh, clips from the movie. That's a trend that needs to die. Facebook slash Twitter is where it posts, where it posts like the thirty second like clip, and then it's just like a whole bunch of emojis. Can't wait to see this movie. Smiley face, smiley face, like exclamation point, like. (gasps) Yeah, freebooting. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's just called freebooting. Um. Yeah, I I mean I'm interested because if it's as good as everyone's saying it is, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what we got. But at the same time, it's a wait and see for me. You know, I'll, I'll rent it. I'll give it a quick rent. Not that it's even probably going to be playing anywhere near me. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't look these things up, if you can't tell. I don't look up what, what's coming where. Who's going here? I mean, yeah, I think it's supposed to get a fairly wide release. There we go. So it will, it will probably be somewhere near you. Aaron knows. Aaron knows the deal. Now let's it's move been, on. It's been in limited release for a few weeks now. It's doing well. But let's move on <laughs> to the real deal. That was my rhyme that you interrupted. So I, 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 I am sorry that I... I rhymed, I rhymed I, deal with deal, so I'm kind of glad you interrupted it. I think a lot of people like, maybe missed that. The, I think you should write the rap for the next uh, Venom movie. Venom! Go get him! <laughs> hey, Brock, go get him, get him! 
<laughs> I could be the next Eminem. I, I um, think so. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Halloween. 2018 Halloween. Uh. It is very confusing that it's a sequel to the movie with the same name. It's yes. the thing all over again. It is. I'm very excited. I've been excited since I found out, since I read that little article and I sent it Aaron's way and I'm like, what's this all about? And he was like, pretty interesting. And I'm like, pretty interesting. When I That's found exactly out, how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> when I found out uh, Danny McBride was going to have a hand in writing this movie, it's so strange. But man, if everything we've been seeing is any indicator, it's real good. It's real good. Good vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Love those vibes. You know that I am hyped for this yeah. movie. That I have been hyped from this movie forever since its initial announcement. Like even, even without the uh, talent that they brought into the mix for this installment like any sequel to one of these major slasher franchises was gonna get me there on day one especially one in theaters it's been a while since that it's been a while since there's been like a major slasher sequel in theaters yeah yeah like the the last slasher resurgence was like at the you know the late like the very early 2010s and that was like right at the awkward stage where i was too young to ever go see horror movies not because like i was too young for horror movies but because i was too young to be able to drive myself to them and i do not i did not have like anyone who would take me to them (laughs) so yeah yeah what do you think is an okay time for a kid to start watching horror movies aaron it would depend on the horror movie. Or the kid. I mean. And, and the kid, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of the more important factor, I think. Uh-huh. So you're telling me you're not going to, at the age of six, the ripe age of six, sit your kid down and be like, this is what life's like, and put on the Human Centipede trilogy for him. <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Is that what you're telling me? No, Aaron. No, that's, Aaron. That, that's why I was asking about the movie and the kid, because obviously, you know, Human Centipede... Uh, that's age six material. Right, but right. You gotta, you gotta wait for them Fix to be a little ahead. more uh, emotionally mature until they can handle something like, you know, the Bye Bye Man. Right. You know, like right. that takes a little... Not necessarily like they be, you know, that they can't handle how scary the Bye Bye Man is, mm-hmm. but they just need a certain level of um, uh, uh, intellectual development to even understand to fully appreciate the, the, the uh, Bye Bye Man. It is yeah, the big they brain. Need, they need the big brain. <laughs> Now, Aaron, you do understand that Halloween's not real. It's just a movie, right? Because apparently, a lot of people don't understand that things are just movies anymore. <laughs> and you need a bit of explaining every now and then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here's the thing. If Michael Myers was real, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe we would reconsider gun <laughs> control debate. <laughs> yeah. Just, just gonna throw it out there. Yeah. yeah. Just thought I'd bring up that little hot topic. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, no, I saw that. that was... I just don't get it. I, 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 mean, I wasn't surprised by it, but it was just it was. Fun. No, no. 
Follow Jamie Lee Curtis on Twitter, though. She's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I'm excited that they got her back for this one. Rewatching you know, this is the, this, the, second the second time, time that they've yeah. got her back. Um, rewatching the original Halloween, it's crazy how much she's just the same person as she is now. Like, she has longer hair. Well, shorter hair, I guess, technically. But in this movie, she has longer hair and, like, three wrinkles. And it's like, there's Jamie Lee Curtis. Has it really been 40 years? Like, it doesn't, you can't tell. She's just was, and it's not that, like, she looks super young now. It's just that she had a very old soul as a teenager. Yeah, I love those old souls. So that's Halloween. That's about all I gotta say about Halloween. Uh, I mean, we'll be talking about this uh, next week. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I'm seeing this day one. Yeah. Oh, man. Guys, you know what scares me sometimes? Is it the bye-bye man? The world. Because sometimes I feel like people, they just don't quite get how fragile life is. One minute, you're driving down the road, Uh enjoying, enjoying a beautiful day with your family. The next... Beautiful. You're sitting at home. Home. You're snuggling up with your kids and, and your significant other, and you're like, what are we going to watch tonight? And uh, they say, let's watch something we all can watch. Yeah, Dad, stop trying to show us Human Centipede 2. I didn't like the first one. I, I don't like want to see the sequel. Stop, yeah. stop trying to show it to us. We've already seen it a hundred times yeah. when we were kids. You <laughs> exactly. Know, <laughs> exactly. So you're flipping through, and you're like, what's this? Your controller takes takes control of itself. It gains autonomy. <laughs> and uh, it flips you over to a secret channel. One oh. that... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Not the secret channel you normally flip to. A different one. One that no one has ever heard of. And all it plays all year round, 24-7, is... The number one scariest thing of all time. What is it? It's coming. It plays Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween. All year round. All year round? All year round. 24-7. It's a secret channel because it's still in theaters right now. <laughs> Goosebumps 2 on Halloween. We're, we moved on to the What Have We Been Watching uh, segment. Kind of forgot to mention that. <laughs> Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween is like you're watching a Disney Channel movie with a bit of a bigger budget and three semi-big... No. One like- semi-big star. Halloween Town, or like, like Halloween Two, Halloween Town Two, or like Halloween Town High, or like Return to Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. That was the one with Sarah Paxton, right? I don't know. Okay, I did not see three or four. <laughs> oh well, they're the best ones. Don't know if you knew that. Um. Anyway, uh, Goosebumps Two is a harrowing journey through the mind of a mentally disturbed young man. <laughs> <laughs> who believes he sees Halloween come to life. Uh, 
for in front of his entire family, and they don't believe him. They see Slappy the doll, and he talks, and he says, look at that doll, he's talking, and they don't believe him. Until they see the doll talk, and try to attempt murder on a teenage boy for cheating. Not really. The punishment doesn't fit the crime, Slappy. Sorry, man. Um, <clears throat> so with the first Goosebumps, Slappy's motivation is so explicitly tied to Jack Black, to R.L. Stein. So what happens if you put Slappy in a movie <laughs> that has R.L. Stein in two scenes? <laughs> you get Slappy, who wants a mom. <laughs> Real bad he wants a mom. Real creepy how bad he wants a mom. And it's not Jack Black voicing Slappy either. So you just get this broke down person trying to sound like Jack Black, sounding like Slappy. And he's like, I want a mama. And I'm like, oh no, this is creepy. That's the creepiest part of the movie. Because the doll just wants to get alone with the kid's mom the whole time. Not cool. Not cool. Why? Why didn't they just make it like he wants a a a, a wife like in the books? Uh, because kids don't understand wives, Aaron. They understand moms. Mm. I don't think you've ever had a kid that you've shown Human Centipede two to. There's no wives the, the, in Human kids, Centipede. Only the moms kids understand the Human Centipede. They don't understand uh, why the concept of know? marriage. <laughs> It's too much for them. Their little like, brains like can't handle it. Like surgically being attached to another person's butt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the metaphorical surgically being attached to someone's butt, that is marriage. Yeah. That's about to step too far. <laughs> You're like standing in front of me. You have like a whiteboard. You're like drawing up the concept of marriage. So if you like it, you'll put a ring on it. All right, kids? <laughs> This is why you gotta show uh, Bride of Frankenstein at at a young age, so that when they reach a certain a certain point, you can accurately explain the concept of marriage to them. Right, right. It's all it's all about building those foundations. It's all connected. (laughs) Anyway, Goosebumps Two is awful, absolutely atrocious. But in the same way the old television show is, where it's so cheesy and dumb, and you're like, this is awful. I want to watch it again. <laughs> that kind of dumb. Like, give me a next episode, please. Also, they tease you so many times with better Goosebumps stories. The Blob That Ate Everything. Make that a movie. It's kind of interesting. Horrorland. What a great choice instead of this. Horrorland. It was originally supposed to be Horrorland. Was it really? Like the concept stage. Yeah. How, how did they not go through with something that would have made a much better movie? I think budgetary reasons. Like, this one had, like, half the budget of the first movie. Now, if they could get Jack Black... Was it because they couldn't get Jack Black? He was too busy with a house with a clock in its walls? They were like, we gotta get him for Horrorland. So we gotta hold that one back. Assume we make enough money on Goosebumps too. <laughs> then we make Horrorland with Jack Black. So dumb. So bad. Anyway, <clears throat> that's that. I've been a little behind on movies. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Aaron, don't give, me, the, don't give me those eyebrows. That, that's a shocker on Shock Street right there, you know. 
You ever read that, Goosebumps? Never. That, that sounds really inappropriate, though, and I don't know how that was <laughs> sold to kids. <laughs> um, Veronica. All right. Nothing new under the sun, as they say. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we all saw what you did there. <laughs> it's a good pun. It's a good pun, Aaron, because there's an eclipse in the movie. It is an eclipse in the movie. I have nothing else to say about that movie. I've kind of mostly forgot it. That was not a good sign for Veronica by the end of the year. Uh, a Star is Born. More like A Star is Corn. Because this movie's a little corny, but I kind of love it. This is where we would insert uh, crickets if we had See, that. yeah, I don't get crickets anymore. Go, See, know. it's corny, but at the same time, it's a downer. This does not end happily. <laughs> I'm sorry I to tell it ends the same as the uh, other three versions. End. I so. assume, yeah. Did not see that coming. I was like, ooh. Like, I did, but I was like, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Please tell me they're not going to do this. That's what the story has always been. Um, so, yeah. Lady Gaga, fantastic. Best part of the movie. Um... I hope this, like, opens a lot of doors for her to start doing, like, more prestige pictures. Because, honestly, she's that level good at acting. Like, I'm not even kidding. She's amazing. I assume she will get an Oscar nomination, right? Dude, is she getting the like, EGOT? That's, that's, like, the... Do you think she gets an EGOT this year? Does she have the other three? Yeah. Already? Yeah. She might get it, man. I, I could see it. I could see it. I hope she does. Because this is amazing. Never been a big fan of Lady Gaga's music. Like, like two of her songs. Um, but hearing her in this movie, like, her voice just, like, stripped down. There's none of the electronic stuff behind it. Just, like, raw power behind her voice is amazing. So, there's, like, two performances in this that alone, I'm like, that's awesome. And I don't know how many of these... I assume none of these songs were from the past two movies i assume they're all original or maybe they're not uh the the first the earliest version the one i saw wasn't even a musical so i can't oh really i don't even know yeah uh well yeah no that's uh i could see definitely yeah, one of these songs in getting... the first version uh it, they're both uh actors oh like weird musicians. i didn't even know that but uh, Bradley Cooper, also good, but at the same time, just doing his Bradley Cooper stuff. I think his biggest, bigger achievement in this movie is how well-directed this is. Um, yeah, that's his bigger achievement here. And Sam Neill, oh my god, if that man doesn't have the voice of a thousand angels that you just want, you want to, like, when you see him, it's such a welcome presence. You're like, oh my god, yes, give that to me. Put that noise in my ears, because I want to hear it forever. And then you, you're like, I just need to see, and you need to hear more. You start watching the episodes of Park and Rec, Parks and Rec with him in it. You like to hear other Ron's voice, and you're like, okay, now what? There's that movie, The Hero. Didn't watch it. Kind of want to, but just haven't seen it yet. Anyway, Stars Born, ABCs of Death. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
is ABCs of Death the greatest and worst movie of all time at the same time? Yes. That's an that's an unhindered yes. I won't even pretend like, oh, maybe not. No, it's amazing. There's at one point, a dog goes to a strip club where there's a fox woman and she strips. And I'm like, this is really weird and inappropriate. I don't know why I'm watching this with my blinds open. Shouldn't have been. I closed those blinds. (laughs) You're really... The, the, see, the, the, the strength of ABCs of Death is you're really hitting, like, every possible demographic. You, you really know? are. Like, there's, <laughs> there's, like, no one who's not represented somewhere in ABCs of Death. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's one of those films that just brings everyone together. Like Human Centipede, you know? Like Human it's Centipede brings two. everyone together. <laughs> the, um, the scene... Well, the the short, rather, where they're making sushi, and um, there's, like, vegetables involved that get shot across the room and sliced with a sword that's decorated in a way that is inappropriate to mention on the podcast. That was a weird scene. (laughs) I never thought it'd be this hard to talk about this movie on this podcast, trying to keep it PG. I mean, um, I did warn you guys. Yeah. There is my favorite one. This one's easy. The, the Q is my favorite. But that's also because big fan of Adam Wingard's direction and writing. I think he's great. Um, where they're like, I don't know, let's just shoot a duck, make it quack. And... <laughs> They're like, it's not, it's not our fault we got Q. Oh, man, we should have picked something up. Like, that was good. I was like, it's kind of a nice meta break in the middle of that movie where I'm like, that was like, that was right before the one I had to skip. I had to skip R. I have no clue what it was. There's like an uncut shot of them cutting skin off of someone's back. And I was oh, just like, okay, yeah. I couldn't do it. I had to skip it. I was like, it's been a while since I've seen this. So I, I was trying to keep the segments straight when you it, were. Uh, it's so mentioning bad. like, oh, this one's gross and this one's good and this one's gross and this one's mm-hmm. good. Well, Least favorite, P. There's some really messed up stuff that happens in P. Which one's P? Pressure. Oh yeah. Yeah, was not a fan of that. You didn't need to show me that. A was good. Thought that was like a. A is the most cleverly written of all of them. I'm like, okay, I like where he went with it. And that was Nacho, I, for, I forgot his last name, but he um, was the director of Colossal. So I think yeah. that obviously shows that he has some real talent. Um, and then everything else in between is just either boring or stupid. So G made little to no sense. A man gets on a surfboard and... Uh, drowns, I guess. The G was gravity. Doesn't really... Does that count in water? Oh, yeah, that one was terrible. Like, and it was all POV, and it's it literally, the whole short film is he gets on a surfboard, walks out, falls off his surfboard, and then it ends. And you assume he drowned. So, so ABCs of Death 2 
mm-hmm. next year, right? Right. That's on the docket. I, dude, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do they get weirder or better? It's more. Two is more good than bad in the ratio. Okay. Now, are they as gross? Some are, but again, it's less. Okay. It's much more balanced. Two is much more balanced overall, where there's a lot more interesting Mm. and creative ones. Forgot to mention L. Just want to mention that that's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Not even like it's shot badly. It's shot well. But the concept and the execution. Yeah, but it's one that will, uh, uh, it will, it will stick with you. Aaron told me about L when he first watched it back in high school. And I knew every beat that was going to happen in <laughs> this short film before it happened. That's how much it's ingrained in my head. I won't repeat it. You don't need to know. Watch and skip L. Skip R, too. Skip them all. Just watch Q, A. Um, the animated ones are, like, Well, watch fun. A, then Q, because that's how the alphabet works. Okay, you really right. should know this. All right, Aaron. Did, and then watch you Z. You did watch Davies of Death. And then watch Z, because Z is... is what makes the whole project worth it. Leaves you at the end thinking, at least I could never make something that awful. So, <laughs> you know, leaves you there. And what have you been watching? Oh, uh, oh! I actually forgot to mention Scream Two, uh, Gateway to Cinema. Listen, right? Yeah, that's it. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I watched Venom, which we talked about. In Venom, the- go get him! <laughs> uh, also rewatched Scream Two for Gateway. Uh, Scream I watched <laughs> two 2018 films. I watched uh, The Commuter. And this... This is David's this favorite is, movie. Uh, what? This is David's favorite movie. Is it? No. David's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> the Commuter. <laughs> Continue. Yes, it's... it's it. I, I I want to just use the the commuter goes off the rails, you know, pun that has been guaranteed to have been used in at least like Aaron, twenty different reviews. You've already. heard my puns tonight, and even I strayed away from that when writing my letterboxd review. <laughs> you know that but I'm like, not above that. But like that's like the best way to describe this movie is I. Uh, it has like a really interesting premise and I really like the opening scene of this. I think there's some really cool editing work in like mm. the the opening scene where it's just like showing his day in, day out, like over this long period of time. I yeah. thought that was a really cool way to establish like the feeling of this film and what it was going for. And that's and the then thing. as yeah. soon as like <laughs> like and then, so then you get into, like, the interesting premise and all that sort of stuff. And then as soon as, like, it starts getting, giving you answers, it just all falls apart. It's so dumb. It's the dumbest thing it's in the just, world. 
it's one of those thr- thrillers that just the, the, the film entirely collapses once it reaches, like, its third act. But I, I think there's some interesting things to it. I like the cast. It was weird having uh, Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson in the same movie, and there were no ghosts. I, I wanted. I, I think maybe they should have been. There should have been a ghost. Maybe a ghost. That might have fixed it. That might have fixed the movie, if it was part of the Conjuring universe. I honestly, as much as this doesn't fit the exact mold, replace Patrick Wilson with Matthew Broderick, and you might have something here, because he's such a eleventh hour character in this movie. <laughs> but yeah. it's one of those things yeah. where you see it coming as soon as you see him in the opening scene. You're like, well, he's not gone, obviously. <laughs> Like, it's one of, it's like a problem that like all thrillers have where it's like well obviously the twist villain is gonna be the big name actor who has only shown up in like one scene to this yeah. point <laughs> so yeah but it's dumb so I like that I I also liked what they were kind of going for with like that that middle class like mentality like the fighting against the system kind of thing mm-hmm. I don't, don't think they quite pulled it off. Like, especially once you get to the end, I don't know if I can mention... Yeah. If, if this is a big enough spoiler to say they do, like, the I am Spartacus moment, and it does not work. Like, you you understand what they were going for, but it does not work. It's upsetting to watch. <laughs> You're like, yeah. oh, they thought this... They thought they really had something on their hands here. Do you think they knew? What? Do you think they knew? Do you think they invented that kind of scene? <laughs> like, I wonder. I, I think, yeah. I think they thought they invented it. But I, but I think like earlier moments, like the part, the moment where he like flips off the stockbroker, like that, that was that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish there had been more of that throughout, but it's all right. It's yeah, fine. I'm. I, it's low. It's very low because I that has sat so little with me that hearing you say, "Oh, I watched Commuter," I'm like, "Oh yeah, that came out this year." <laughs> like yeah. that seems like I mean, that was three years ago since January. Yeah. Uh, another film from earlier this year that I finally got around to watched A Wrinkle in Time. More like A Wrinkle in Bad Movie. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, that's 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 when I when what I was sending you. You never responded. I said maybe I was talking about the wrinkles in the plot, and then you right. you didn't. I was busy. You I'm didn't sorry, give me man. like a. You didn't give me like a. A, like a, a standing ovation. I felt very invalidated. In I'm my, sorry, man. In my punnery. It was good yeah, punnery. That's, that's it was very good punnery. Of invalidation is when was when bad puns go overlooked. Appreciated. Yeah. yeah. You know that's that's like the, the you're right. You know I should have known the biggest insult someone can receive. But yeah, uh, <laughs> a wrinkle in time. I think I think they did like the best they could with such a tricky source material to adapt interesting thought i i mean i i think the thing is like this film has a lot of good stuff going for it like the Mm. visuals it's very visually creative best part of the Uh, movie the cast is uh pretty solid and uh the emotional core you know they they get that they 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 understand like what the the whole crux of the story is mm-hmm. but just like it's so thin like the the writing is just yeah. so thin like i i think i do, it's been a really long time since i've read the book 
but I think that's more more or less that's like the basic plot beats of the book in the sense that like they go to they meet this character they go to this planet they meet this character they go to this planet they meet this character and then all of a sudden they're at the evil planet you know right like I think what would have really helped this movie is if they had done more tesseract traveling because like the, the whole movie is like trying to be like oh the, there's this huge wide universe of, right. of weird things out there and then we don't get to see enough of that we visit like three planets throughout the course of the uh entire movie and i i just i just feel like if they had spent more time hopping to different worlds Shown off more of uh, Ava DuVernay's like visual flair, as well as add more action moments yeah, throughout. Very little. I think, yeah, there's very little action happening in this. I think that would have saved uh, the film from being as like kind of. It's not like it's 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 one of those weird things where it's not necessarily bad. It's just like. I'd say it's, it's bad, but that's just unremarkable. Me. Like there's it, there's nothing like notable that happens. It's just kind of like a thing that's there. Yeah, and you know, I don't. Uh, yeah, so the ball bouncing scene though, that's the best part of the movie. Yeah, and had... yeah, that's my that was always my favorite scene from the 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 book or the the prior movie they did. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't know. Obviously, this movie wasn't going to be, like, dark and scary or whatever, but, like, in the right context, like, in a good, like, a better movie, that scene would have been, like, like, mind-blowing. I think it was was done better in the earlier film version they did, I think, honestly. Yeah, it didn't, it wasn't as scary in this one. It was just weird, but imagine Christopher Nolan doing a scene like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like that feels very Christopher <laughs> Nolan. Um, I th- I think they kind of rushed through a lot of the stuff that happened on uh, the I don't I don't remember the planet's name, but whatever the dark planet is, whatever. Like in the stuff. book, there's a lot more of stuff that happens there, and a lot more mm. like characters and situations they interact with, and a lot of that stuff was my favorite part. What's the kid's name? Uh, the. Charles something. Charles Wallace. Charles Wallace. Hate it. Well, it's one of those names where they always say the full name. I know. Just call him Charlie. Do they never call him Charlie? They always call him Charles Charles Wallace? How exhausting. That's how we know he's precocious. I guess. He's super precocious, though. And then he turns evil. Man, then she has to kill him. That was my favorite part of the movie. I may have zoned out at the end. I don't remember. Nope, that's what happened. She uh, kills her brother, and then yeah, uh, that's the end of the movie. Oh, weird! They didn't have like a real end. They robocopped it. Weird. Yeah, um. <laughs> they. Uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. But... Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Never say that again. <laughs> oh my god! I I re-listened to the episode where I watched that for the first time mm-hmm. and immediately called you out for the RoboCop ending. Mm. So I I had forgotten. I forgot I did that, but now I remember. So mm. you know, yeah, got to bring it back. What's next? So Aaron? anyway, uh, last thing I watched this week it was a light week for me. Uh, TV side, I watched Maniac, 
the uh, oh, yeah. miniseries on Netflix with Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. It's, I think there were a lot of great elements to it. I don't know how I feel about it overall. I th- I, th- I think there's there's a lot of stuff where this, it starts out with like this really funny uh, satire of like the gig economy and like this dystopian future and that was like really fun and then like in the middle of the season it goes into like these crazy you know like jonah hill and emma stone are just time traveling to these various periods and like trying to pull off heists and it's like really fun and then you know and then you just get to this ending where it's just kind of like they have to resolve these uh, emotional issues and, and, you know, like, learn that the real friends they made were, the, you know, like, the real friends were the ones they made along the way and stuff like that. And and so, like, you get to the end and you're like, that's it? Great. But, like, <laughs> the journey to get to that ending, there's a lot of, like, really fun parts to it. So, overall, it was pretty good. Okay. Nice. Is that it? Yep. Now, see, that's not it. <clears throat> what, what did I watch that you need to call? Um, because looking at your uh, IMDb, not your IMDb, <laughs> looking at Aaron's IMDb page and all the movies he's starred in, uh, no, looking at his letterbox page reveals something interesting. Uh, she's out of my league. So, mm-hmm. I am at my parents' house right now. Yes. It is very difficult to get my dad to want to watch uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. movies that I also want to watch. Wait, are you saying this isn't your favorite movie of all time? This is, uh, yeah. So now I have seen uh, She's Out of My League, and it's not good. No, it's not good. I don't. I don't know. I think I'm just. I think I'm just so tired of those tropes. Coming from the man who liked Venom. <laughs> yeah, but no. See, Venom has a goofy self-awareness mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Where is that it? Is, just <laughs> is that so, what's going on? <laughs> just, just going in in the laziest rom com directions. It's lazy, Aaron, but it's fun. <laughs> is it though? No, I watched this on like basic cable like years ago. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I probably it's missed very the much best one of those movies that you just watch on basic cable when it's on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just saw that and I was like, why did Aaron watch She's Out of My League? <laughs> I was like, okay. Throwback. Yeah. How is TJ Miller in this one, Aaron? <laughs> yeah, that, I think that also really hindered my enjoyment. Is yeah. I, can't, I can't find TJ Miller funny anymore. No. Once you call in a bomb threat, it's all over for you, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's the end, I think. And yet, you really love Ready Player One. Yeah, but he never showed. He only does a voice role. Oh! Oh! I would rather they had cut him out of the movie. Especially because his character did nothing. I don't have to like 
watch <laughs> on screen. Right. No, I get you. I'm just, I'm just being awful. <laughs> you just don't understand what's happening to me this year. No, just I. Where am two, I? Ready Player One, The Nun, Insidious Again, Four, and now Venom. It's it's sickening. <laughs> um, but speaking of which, we're playing Two Truths and a Lie, Two Truths and a Lie with movie facts. So, do you have them this week? I do. Cause, okay. Because you didn't send out a uh, outline, so I didn't know what to prepare for. Oh shoot. Yes, I did. Oh, no, what happened was this when I was eating burritos with David. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I gotta make that up. I made it up while you're we eating, and then I hit send, and my phone died as soon as I hit send. And I thought I remembered to redo it. I did not. No. Um, we're doing Slenderman this week. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Factoid. We're just gonna let David off. Yeah, let's see how long it lasts. Is more like <laughs> presumably all through the night. That's kind of how sleeping normally works. You've never been around me when I sleep, because <laughs> that's not how I wake up three hours after being asleep. And I'm like, oh god, what happened? Is it work time? And I look at the clock. And I'm like, no, it's not. Go back to sleep, and I instantly go back down. <laughs> But I always remember I, I, those wake-ups. That ups. might be because you you probably are, like, binging or, like, playing video games up until, like, the very last moment. Right? Is that a safe assumption? Safe assumption is that I fall asleep listening to YouTube. <laughs> That's okay, the safer yeah. assumption. So that, that would definitely affect your quality of sleep. <clears throat> anyway, uh, give, me, give me a lie. I'm going to give you... Two truths and a lie. I'm not going to tell you which one's which. Hallie and Lizzie's last name is the same as the real last name of the original creator of Slender Man. Number, number two. The film was originally going to include a scene based off Slender, the eight pages, but they couldn't get the rights in time. And three. The father of the victim, whose life was nearly claimed by two girls that worshipped the Slender Man, spoke out against the film, saying he oh, wow, I can't read. Saying how he felt disgraced by Hollywood making a film about the events that led to tragedy. So that last one I know happened. Or at least people spoke out against it. I don't know if it was specifically the father, but I assume he he was involved. But uh, I could see the second one being a strong possibility for the truth. Because, yeah, the Slenderman rights are weird, aren't they? Like, it's one of those things where, like, the internet... It's a creepy it's, it's like It's like a, like a publicly owned thing and yet not... Yeah, right. it's, it's creepy pasta. Yeah. The first one I can't tell because I don't know the name of the person who created Slenderman or oh, do the you name want, of the characters. Do you the want film. a name? I'll give you a name. Uh let's see here. Surge. I'm gonna say the first one is the lie. You're wrong. The first one was oh. true. <laughs> His pen name is Victor Surge. The second one was not true. 
Um, I figured you'd get that right away because how hard is it to get the rights to the video game for Slender? Like, I, I, I imagine that's know. pretty cheap. But at the same point, I can understand they probably didn't care very much. So. Yeah. That's two truths and a lie. Bad movie of the week. Aaron, do you got a bad movie for us? Uh, give me a second. To... When doesn't Aaron have a bad movie? Because I watched so many bad ones over the summer that I can probably pull one out. Mike and Dave need wedding dates. We could bring that old, old fight up. Okay, we can. We okay. okay let's let's do Mike and Dave need wedding dates. All right. Because I I had a very very specific problem with this movie. I checked the laziest and I watched it. I was like, I have a very very specific problem with this movie, and it, it was it was too specific. Mm-hmm. You, you said we had to talk about it once uh, we did the podcast, but it was too specific to do in our extended podcast where I talked about everything I saw. Right. So, uh, do do I want to get into that, or should we just talk about how bad this movie? Are you is? not going to talk about the specific problem? <laughs> no, I'm saying should we do that right off the oh, bat? Oh, okay. We, or should we just talk a little bit about why this movie is so bad? We can start with how bad, and then we'll get into specific problem. Mm. So this movie just I it's it's I I, I remember watching it mm-hmm. at like the start of the summer and like I instantly put at like the bottom of my year ranking for that list and then you you called me on it. I don't really remember all the reasons I hated it so much. I think I just it's not funny. It's but counterpoint, it's very funny. <laughs> It's there's there's like no sensible plot hmm. to any of it. It's it's just like here's a scene, here's a scene. Oh, now they're they're riding these uh, four wheelers there. They do. Someone gets hit in the face of the four wheeler. It's an, it's not it's not funny. Those are scenes. Do you not like that scene? I do not like that scene. No. Now, what about the scene? The best scene, mind you, where it's them at the beach, and he's like, next thing you know, I'm going to walk in on mom giving dad a push pop. And they're like, what's a push pop? And he's like, and then he tries to explain what a push pop is. Do you not like that scene? That's some... Uh, I, I did not like that that's some grade a improv right there did you not like how weirdly sex is used in this movie like uncomfortably used (laughs) you didn't love that that wasn't your favorite part Mm. no that that was not my favorite part was your favorite part that aubrey plaza and anna kendrick are in a movie together and that's all you care about i i think that's your favorite part. that's my favorite part (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely for real, man. I love those two; they're my favorites. It was, it was wait, was Kumail Nanjiani in this? Yeah, he was. Is this the movie I was thinking. Of? Oh my god, that scene was terrible. Yeah, it's awful. Oh man, poor uh, 2016 Kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> What's your specific problem? Now I'm just I'm 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 here for it. Okay, so this is a really okay, okay, okay. This is a very very specific problem with this movie mm-hmm. that like no one else is gonna care about. It doesn't really affect the movie all that much. So so okay, so he has. I'm trying to keep this all uh, all 
I'm trying to figure out all the details because it's been a while. So he has like yeah. the sister, right? Who who is it has his like his the, sister the sister that's like hitting on Aubrey Plaza? Oh, that's the cousin. The cousin. Yeah. Okay, the cousin. Yeah. And so th- there's this cousin, and there's just this whole running joke about her trying to like seduce Aubrey Plaza, and then they yeah. have the weird scene in the in the uh, yeah. sauna room and all that sort of stuff. Prostitution. It's what some might call yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So that that scene is weird enough as is. Yes. But my very specific problem mm-hmm. was just it annoyed me that like the whole the 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 whole movie this cousin is like wearing like suits and like jackets and stuff like that. And then you get into the and you get to the final moments of the movie like the happy ending where they wrap it all up with a with a sing along number because they have no idea how else to end a rom-com nowadays. Yeah. Without a sing along number. And all of a sudden, she's wearing a dress. You know, it's, it's, it's just like this weird, it's just like this very, very specific weird problem <laughs> in this movie. What the where it's hell? Like, where it's like she's wearing, like, like uh, suits throughout, like, the rest of the movie. And then as soon as you get into, like, this traditional forced, you know, you know ending she's suddenly wearing she's suddenly presenting as much more feminine you know how the hell did you even catch on to this <laughs> i i just that's I, what I, I'm saying. it's a very specific yes problem. it is no that's why i'm so interested because i'm like i don't remember her even being in the movie after that scene if i'm being honest I it, it's it's just there and it just kind of bugged me. Yeah, it's like it's like weird. trying to to fit everything into this 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 certain conformity at the end because you know it's a traditional rom com and we need everything to like conform to this traditional status quo so you can leave the movie theater happy. Right. And and singing along to whatever song they sing along to. I, I can't even know. tell you. I can't remember. It's been two years since I've seen it, so I don't feel that bad. <laughs> Yeah, but I have it yeah. in my Blu-ray player, or I have it. My, I have the Blu-ray. Might have to pop that bad boy in every now and then. See what mysteries it unfolds to me. I I will never watch this movie again. Did you not love Zac Efron? I did not. No. Did you not love Adam Devine? Divine. I do not think that Adam Devine works as. A leading man or even like a co-leading man now answer this next question very carefully <laughs> did you not love Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick I did not okay no. all right well no, segment done end of the segment <laughs> we're done <laughs> we're done it's time to move on to Fault in Your Stars. This is, of course, a segment where we find a good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. We take out the spoiler bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is, and we throw it out there, have the other two try and guess what movie the review is for. <sighs> Buckle in, boys. <laughs> I am beyond sick and tired of the BS leftist propaganda which plagues postmodern cinema being shoved down my throat. 
Even if I agreed with all stances on issues presented in the movie, it didn't matter because storyline becomes more and more unbelievable as the movie drags on. Let me run synopsis by you and see what you think. Blocking out synopsis, blocking out synopsis, blocking out synopsis. Uh, blocking out synopsis, blocking out synopsis. Uh, blocking out synopsis. Alright, that point is exactly where I went from feeling ambivalent towards towards to loathing the movie. This is out of line with his character up until now. The pastor and Mary have a transcendental out-of-body experience together. Then he decides to... Okay, spoilers. Mm. Um, they proceed to suck face and all is right. <laughs> because apparently carnal love is all anyone needs. How disgustingly cliche, pretentious, and left-wing propaganda... <laughs> So, uh, David, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and guess on this one. I'm gonna say David, it's Christopher Four. You were asleep. I picked one you hadn't seen. <laughs> um, yes, it's First Reformed. Um, will I return to the First Reformed bucket to grab another review at some point? Yes, because there's so many. <laughs> there's so many bad ones. I can't like this movie. Obviously, just based off of what the movie's about, there's definitely going to be some strong reactions to it. I'm greatly concerned about the environment, and I admire this movie for calling out evangelicals who fail to recognize human impact on our God-given resources. While I agree with the issues, this is just poorly made movie. All-around poor acting. Poor direction. Awful writing. References Big Lebowski? Question <laughs> mark? When does that happen? I don't remember that. I think maybe they they meant like the I don't know it's like a spoiler but like the the one weird scene yeah in this right, movie, right 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 they felt was reminiscent of the weird scene in Big Lebowski I guess anyway I will return to this well because it is so full and brimming with beautiful sweet juice from God God above who can know the mind of God. <laughs> That's episode 114. It's been a really weird one. This is by far one of our weirdest episodes. I just have to say that. So if you joined on just this one, and if you've listened this far, try like... Not this one. <laughs> try like a past episode. See how that one makes you feel. Bet it makes you feel better than this one. Anyway, guys, if you want to find us around the internet, you can find David at dbex with 2 ss 15 on Twitter. Aaron at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. This clever ball game is already taken at Tumblr.com. I have been uh, doing the Night X Game Home Volume 3. And Jacob's been, been being a bad friend and not reading them. You'll, you'll, you'll get to them. I will. I will. So I've done, so far I've done Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 5, uh, Murder by Phone, and by the time this episode is out, I probably will post the next one, which is The Bagman Murders. Ooh, so, does he kill with bags? He he does not kill with bags. He just he wears a bag. But that doesn't He's even play man. that doesn't even play a part in like the murders. He doesn't even like at some point use like a bag pun or something. He no. 
but you, it, it's a good one. It's a good okay. one. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'll trust you. And if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr, SoundCloud. Nope, not SoundCloud. Don't go there. I'm not there. Letterboxd, Instagram. And if you want to find the podcast, there's where you go to SoundCloud. You go there. You listen. You review or you leave a comment. You leave a little like. You say, hey there, guys. I like what you're saying about that movie. I like that movie, too. I think what you said about First Reformed and the left-wing propaganda was out of line. And I think um, your Fox News comment about gun control was out of line. All those comments. I welcome them. And if you want to go to uh, Gmail, <laughs> you can email us at gmail.com. Uh, reboot Arnie Underway. Reboot Arnie Underway at gmail.com. And of course, there's iTunes. Have you ever been to iTunes? You listen to all the music on there. One, two, three, buckle my knee. It's my favorite song. You go on there, you listen to it, and then you're like, hey, I really like this song. You know what's even better? The podcast where they reference this song I really like. And then you go to that podcast, you say, hey, I really like this podcast. I want to leave a review. So you go on, you go on, you you leave a review, you're like, hey, um, I thought what he said about the left-wing propaganda and the gun control was really out of line, but I loved his reference to one three buckle my knee um and you do that and you hit send and then you sit and you wait and you wait you hit re you hit you hit the button the refresh button over and over and over again waiting for someone to respond someone does and you're like i don't know i thought what he said